Hi, I'm Jack Griffin. And I'm David Peters. Welcome to Gap Chat, where we interview our fellow gappers about how they are taking charge of their year. This episode's guest is Swathi Goyle, a current gapper who will join Harvard's class of 2025. Hey, Swathi. Hi. Welcome to the show. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? So I was born in Los Angeles, but I moved to Palo Alto right like when I was two years old. So I've grown up here basically my whole life. I went to Gunn High School. I played tennis in high school. I did theater. And then I also did a lot of like CS stuff. And I'm hoping to concentrate in CS at Harvard and then maybe like minor or secondary in math or environmental science because I'm also pretty passionate about the environment. So where do you see that taking you? Do you have any idea what you want to do as a job or are you just interested in it because of the subject? I think both. Again, having grown up in Silicon Valley, I have a very like Silicon Valley oriented life plan right now, which is hopefully found the next Facebook in college, you know, that type of thing. Um, But specific things that I'm really interested in are like the reuse economy. Mm -hmm. So like, how can we use digital platforms to connect people who have things and people who need things so that we have less waste? So that's like a particular problem that I am interested in and maybe getting involved with like some of the startups or companies around here that work on that. It's so cool that you have so many different interests. What have you been doing with your gap year? So I lived with some other Harvard gappers for a month, which was quite fun and sort of a nice way to like get to know other classmates and break quarantine boredom. Right now I'm working at the Wikimedia Foundation, so I'm interning there. I'm working on a problem that has to do with multimedia knowledge gaps. So that's really cool. Um, I'm getting a sense of like what engineering in a proper like engineering environment and not just me on my computer looks like. Um, I'm also doing a little bit of tutoring just to have like enough money so that I can do things even if my parents don't want me to. And then I've also enlisted in the National Guard. So you mentioned that you're working on some sort of multimedia problem with Wikipedia. Can you get into that? Yeah, I should also say that the work I'm doing is very subsidiary to this. I am like not just like I don't want to make it seem like I'm an important contributor here because I'm not. But I am learning a lot, which is super cool. But Wikipedia, as you know, has sort of revolutionized information, this idea that there's not like a company or organization or like news outlet controlling it, but it's really like a democratic process is really cool. Mm -hmm. But part of that is also making sure that different voices are represented equally in different types of information sources. So lots of Initiatives that have to do with that are like making sure that women and women's issues are represented or making sure that information is equally accessible across languages. But another facet of that is looking at like pictures. What types of people do we have pictures of? What types of things do we have pictures of and what's missing? And if you can write some sort of system to analyze that and then like point that out and flag subject matter that doesn't have photographs, videos, whatever, documented, then editors can like target their efforts towards those specific things. So what we're doing right now is trying to analyze what the photographic gaps in Wikipedia are. And then after that, the goal will be to build like a tool that can help editors address that. Are you just thinking of the theories right now? Are you just talking it out? Or are you going to be coding the tool? Right. So right now we are uh, looking, we're just writing scripts to look at the data and just perform various analyses. Specifically, what I'm working on is part of this problem is like just because something is listed as an image in the HTML doesn't mean it's 
actually like a, an image that's contributing something, right? It could just be an icon or like a map. So what I'm doing is writing a script to, or the part of the tool that isolates things that are actual like good images from just these sort of worthless images that are showing up in our code. And so how did you get involved in all this to begin with? This is like a story that goes back a really long time because it's an internship that I got in 10th grade mm -hmm. because I had done a science fair project the year before on Wikipedia in 9th grade. And then I came back every year and then I met more people through that. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I am a lot. And it's nice because like probably a feeling that people can relate to. I feel like I was very burnt out after high school and I let a lot of things sort of drop. So it's nice to like, even though I feel like I'm not at like my A game, it's like nice to like care about something again. You know what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Um, you also mentioned something about the National Guard. Can you flesh that out for us? Oh my goodness. This is going to sound super cliche because Again, David and I are from like a place where a lot of people, at least a lot of people in my circle, don't aren't really involved in the military. Like it's not a thing you tend to do after high school. So for me, it was partially like I have a lot of respect for people who serve in the military. So that definitely made it something I really was considering. Um, and then I think I had a lot of personal growth reasons for joining as well. Like it's one of the few things I feel like where as an 18 year old, you can go, you can do something that's meaningful for the country or the world, be in charge of something. And like <laughs> you go and they, they teach you how to do something real. I just feel like it was a really valid use of time and a good investment in myself. Have you heard at all what that experience is going to be like in, in more detail? Uh, a little bit, but to be honest, not too much. So I don't have any friends or family members who are in the military. So I have a vague sense of training is going to be hell. Um, but that is all I really know. I was kind of curious if you could explain a little bit of process of how you joined the National Guard. Uh, the way I did it is so I would recommend doing a bunch of research online because recruiters are not 100% honest. Even if you get a really good recruiter, you will be which is okay. I mean, it's their job to sort of recruit people into the military. It's a scary thing to do. Makes sense that they'd sugarcoat some things. So make sure you do your own research. And um, even if you don't know people, like try and find people in your community that you can set up a phone call with. But I, I think the biggest thing I would say is make sure you do your own research and are just like very sure about what you're getting into and whether that is what you intended to be getting into. So how has COVID played a role in your gap year plans? Yeah, so definitely, I mean, it was the reason I started considering a gap year again. But I, I would say I actually don't feel like it's impacted my gap year too much. Okay. Just because, again, a lot of the CS stuff, like when I've been doing it before, it's been mostly virtual too. Mm -hmm. So thus far, I feel pretty, I actually feel pretty blessed. And I feel like the ways the pandemic has shaped my life have been largely positive, which I know is not, not a common experience at all. Could you already say whether you feel like your gap year has been rewarding or worthwhile or not? I think very much it depends on sort of what happens next, for me at least. Um, like if I can really make sure I do stuff at my internship, just because I don't know how you guys feel. But like, I mean, the military is a different thing, but a lot of other things that are happening this year tend to be sort of like more self-guided yeah. because of Corona. That's very true. 
yeah, if I get my stuff done, then yes, it was a very rewarding first part of the year. And if I don't, then it was an awful mistake and I never should have done it. <laughs> That's how I felt. All right. Good to, good to know where you stand. <laughs> I'm really scared though. I really, I, I feel that if I don't, if I pull myself together in the next month, then like, I really will be super happy, but I also might just hate myself four weeks from now. So we'll see. Do you feel like emotionally during the, during the gap year, you have felt like it's been difficult to be like, so self-guided or have you really embraced the self-guidedness? You know, for me personally, I've always sort of struggled with being self-guided. And so it's sometimes been difficult for me. How has that experience been for you? It's been pretty good recently, but there were two months during the summer where I just like, like crashed and burned. Like, I don't even know what happened. It was actually kind of scary for me mm-hmm. um, because I feel like, I don't know if anyone else was like an 11.59 p.m. kid during high school, but I feel like I could always count on myself to pull through. Like all nighter, no problem. <laughs> like I'm going to do it, right? But then like, I just couldn't do that anymore. And that was kind of scary. Like, wow. Swati, you also mentioned that you're doing some tutoring. Many gappers find that that's a, a fulfilling way to, you know, make some money and spend their time. So how, what has that been like for you? Oh, it's been super cool. I'm trying to teach an eighth grader AP Physics C and he's <laughs> actually getting it. And it makes me so happy every time he gets something. Like a week ago, we had a class and um, I was like saying things and he was finishing my sentences. For <laughs> me. I just It was like the best feeling. And then there's a sixth grader I'm tutoring. And he's so smart. I think he feels a little bit burnt out right now, which makes sense. Sixth grade, like doing a lot of tutoring. I get it. But yeah, that's also super fun. I feel like he's learned a good bit. So that also feels good. Is there any age old wisdom that you have learned so far that you would like to pass on to people who are listening right now who are considering a gap year, but aren't really sure? I would say that, and I know this goes contrary to what a lot of people decide to do with their gap year. But for me, to find something you're really excited about and really commit to doing it, um, because at least this is the way that I work. Like if I'm not doing something, it's not like particularly relaxing. I feel like I start to spiral very quickly. Mm -hmm. So if you're like that and you're scared about taking a gap year because of the lack of structure, then I think that is very much okay. And you should still you should still do it. But make sure you really just are doing valuable things with your time. You don't want to look up and and not be happy with how you spent your time. Right. That wasn't advice. That was just me stating my fears. Sorry. No, that is great advice because I found in our extensive time over the past two episodes that uh, we share a lot in common and a lot of the same thoughts and fears come into play. So it's really good that you're voicing it so that Hopefully some of the people listening know they're not alone and can take your advice to make sure they have something they're passionate about. So Swathi, this is your episode. Before we wrap up, is there anything else that you want to share? Anything else you want to say? Yeah, I am looking forward to meeting you all at Harvard. Oh, we're excited to meet you too. All right. Thank you so much, Swathi, for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. And thank you for listening to Gap Chat. This episode was made possible by viewers like you. Thanks, Mom. As always, I'm Jack Griffin. And I'm David Peters. Stay tuned for more episodes releasing soon. 